It's time for Geocaching with Kids! Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Geocaching with Kids. My name is Derek, also known as Baker Six Clan. Now, I'm also joined with the Chaos Coordinator, who's also part of the team of Baker Six Clan, my wife, Jess. Your better half that keeps you in line, that is, right? Yeah, very much keeps me in line. We're also joined with the Nano Kids. We got Curtis. Hey. Cam25474. And Nikki, SW Dancer. Hello. So this month, April, is kind of a big month for us. Mm -hmm. Uh, One, there are several birthdays. There's actually four birthdays this month Mm -hmm. from my mother-in-law to my oldest son, Lyle, to myself, and my youngest son, Curtis. We all have birthdays this month, so we're all getting a year older. And, of course, this April has kind of been a very weird month anyways, and it's been a weird time that we're experiencing. This year it has been. Right, but also April is something else. And, Curtis, what is April to us? Autism Awareness Month. That's right. So Autism Awareness Month is also in April. And of course, that's very important to us. Uh, but So we're going to talk about geocaching with uh, being autistic. But then also we're going to be talking about some geocaching tips for anybody that has some disabilities. Because they all kind of mm-hmm. all go hand in hand. Okay, so I'm going to turn this over to Jess. Jess, give us a little bit of what autism is and what we can learn from it, but with this being Autism Awareness Month. Well, autism is a neurological uh, delay in development um, that causes issues with social uh, interactions as well as issues with sensory and other things. Each person will present their particular autism in their own way. Um, As we say on my autism podcast if when you've seen if you've seen one kid with autism you've seen one kid with autism and so um there's a lot of things uh that are can be grouped um but there's everybody's individual and different uh but it it gives us an opportunity to look at geocaching with a little bit different view um not only do we cache with our kids but we're also trying to make sure that we're caching and doing it in such a way that it's going to be fun for uh, Curtis. It'll be enjoyable for him and for Nikki because uh, you do have to keep those tips in mind for your kids. But also some of the things that are going to be okay if um, there are, you know, disabilities, um, whether, and the other thing is, you know, I actually right now am going through, we have to, a health issue, I have to have a hip replacement next month. And yeah. so we have to find those paved paths. <laughs> Otherwise I'm not going in. Right. So with sensory issues, when you're going caching and you're anybody that you're going with sensory issues, they may not want to go through that squishy mud or mm. walking through the woods and finding different um, things rubbing against them in nature and different things mm-hmm. like that. So you have to look for the caches that fits that person. And not everybody is the same right. with any disabilities. Well, I mean, I don't like, if it specifically says that there might be some snakes, um, I do not go on that cache. Me neither. That is a you cache only. I, I mm, No, I'm staying in the car. Thank you. Never. So, yeah, there's so you have to look at those attributes. And that's one of the things that, um, if you have a disability, look for those attributes like the 
the uh, disabled attribute, which is that wheelchair. That handicap accessible. Handicap accessible. Now, remember, if you are hiding a cache, think about when, before you put that attribute, can somebody actually get that cache sitting in a wheelchair? Right. And that even goes to if they have to bend over, uh, if they have to come up a curb, if they have to stretch up higher, you have to think of that mm -hmm. attribute that they have to be able to sit in a wheelchair to be able to get that. Because, I mean, if they can't get it, then you can't give them that, that one rating handicap accessible. Right. It's attribute. There's not really a point of putting a handicap accessible if you're making it a cash for a person who can stand. Um, I know that there's those out there who are in wheelchairs that love to do um, caching because it's a way to get out and it's a way to get some fresh air and be on paved paths um, around in the parks and stuff like that. Um, if I was ever in a wheelchair, I wouldn't want to always have to be inside. I would want to be able to get outside and enjoy nature and caching would be a fun way to do that in specific locations. Right. And I have a virtual cache that's actually out in Charleston and I've had several um, logs that have said, you know what, I really love virtuals. Um, I am handicapped and I am in a wheelchair and I love being able to do these virtuals where I don't mm -hmm. have to get out into the woods and do go into these different places and get into uh, where I can get hurt be, and, and I'm able to get through different places. So those are a really great way. The new adventure labs, a lot right. of the new adventure labs will be really great. Mm -hmm. And actually sometimes that handicap accessible icon is helpful for uh, families with younger kids because um, I really still have not seen a four-wheel drive uh, stroller that can handle all sorts of craziness. No, they're, they're pretty... I yeah. mean, even you, when we first moved to Charleston, you sure thought that that uh, stroller was some sort of Jeep hauling craziness because i had well, I, wasn't it a jeep stroller i don't know but it didn't mean that i could hand, handle all of your camera equipment <laughs> so yeah that was that was kind of crazy now Yeesh. curtis with you being autistic what are some tips that you could give to others that um are struggling or want to go caching if they're autistic what would be some things that you might want to look for look for swag okay so general kid tip Look for caches, large caches with swag. What about going out in nature? For you, what is it like going out into the woods? What, what bothers you and what doesn't bother you? You need bug spray and you need bug spray and make sure that there's not a lot of spiders or you have spider repellent or something like that. Right, so once again, watch out for the bugs and everything, which is also a really good tip for caching with kids as well. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing I would say um, we went caching this last weekend, and with spring starting to spring, um, thorns are starting to come back out. Mm -hmm. And so watch out for those thorns. Maybe not go caching. General tip, try not to cache if you're going out to the woods, for especially with kids. Make sure they have longer pants on because oh, yeah. you never know what type of um, thorns or bugs or anything like that that may be able to get to their legs. And, of course, being sensitive, especially with having – sensory issues mm -hmm. any little thing can set them off and just ruin the entire trip so mm -hmm. look for that kind of aspect of it to like be careful pokey vines or like thorn bushes like thorn vines or thorn walls of vines that's very mm -hmm. disturbing and painful right including if you sp see a spider if i see a spider i'm like tensing up and i'm like i'm like uh, get me out of here 
Mm-hmm. Right. So look for those different things. And, and of course, this doesn't just go with those that are struggling with disabilities or have disabilities, but any caching tips. Now, Nikki, you have a tip that you're wanting to share. What, what are you wanting to share with us? Um, make sure dogs can go there too. Like if it rains a lot in that area, try not to have it on places where it can be really muddy because then the owner of the dog might have to give it a bath when it gets home. Mm-hmm. Right, that is a good tip. And because that would actually be a really good one for a lot of times for uh, uh, service, animals, animals. service animals. Look or um, emotional support animals. Uh, sometimes, you know, they have to be aware. Um, you know, giving a little bit more information in the cap- cash description uh, would be a great idea for those who are hiding caches so that they get an idea. I mean, you don't have to give detailed information that's going to give away the hiding spot, but you can give enough information um, that's going to say, you know, I love the ones that say, watch out. If it does rain, this is going to get kind of muddy and you'll need, right. you know, some galoshes or uh, rain boots or whatever they want to say. Raincoat. Uh, Mm-hmm. That's it's very helpful to have that kind of stuff there. Right now, I want to make sure that we're not not all caches need to be handicap accessible, and that's Mm-mm. what's great about this game is that there are so many different caches out there that um, that you can look for. And I really want to say for those that are have disabilities um, that these are some of the things to look for. Don't right. expect every cache owner to change it for you. Mm-hmm. Because just, there's so many other people out here that do caches, like uh, doing the T5, train five, so you're going to be climbing up a tree 70 feet. We're not expecting somebody to be able to do that. But all we're the time. not, also, we're not saying that you can't. Right. Because I have, apparently, my, uh, my mother tells me about my great grandfather who is wheelchair bound, and um, he had the strongest arms ever, and he probably could have. You know, hoisted himself up the the way that you're supposed to go up that 70 uh, foot tree climb. Um, but you know, we're not. Don't ever limit yourself, uh, but also make sure you know your limitations. And when you're hiding caches, if just kind of do a mix. Make sure you're thinking about everybody, from kids to those with handicaps, to anything. Um, you know. Just be open-minded and use your imagination for what kind of cache uh, you can hide. Right, because I know the last cache that I just put out, and it was off the one from the geocache talk that we did, or gadget talk, sorry, mm-hmm. gadget talk that we just did, and I hit it at my work. There's actually a ramp that goes up to it, and so that one is handicap accessible, and you can reach for it, and I made sure that when I put it out there, I wanted it to be that way. Mm-hmm. So there's one, and it's a, it's a gadget cache, a LED de- uh, decipher cache, so it's really cool. Um, if you haven't seen that, that episode, go check it out, Gadget Talk, on, on the Geocaching Talk Network. Um, what would you say is another tip that we could go with, Nikki? For people with autism and handicap, make sure it's not too far to the cache because... Um, I can give an example. Curtis doesn't always like walking like two-fourths of a mile or something because his legs get tired. And imagine how that would be with a wheelchair. Right. So look at the attribute of if it's mm-hmm. a hike or not and look at the train. Definitely look at your train on that because um, mm-hmm. some people have different abilities that they can do this and they want to mm-hmm. be able to push themselves, and that's great. Mm-hmm. But like we said before, know your limits. Now, I want to talk a little bit about 
kind of some things that are going on this month. Of course, we got the COVID-19 going on, coronavirus mm-hmm. and everything. And as a family, I want to give some maybe some tips, maybe some of the things that we're doing that might help you guys out there and just uh, doing that aspect of even going caching. Um, some of you can't go caching right now, and mm-hmm. I completely understand first that. And, yeah, first and foremost, please, please, please pay attention to what your local authorities are telling you that you can and can't do. Right. Um, that's the biggest thing. First, you look at that. If, say, like in our area, we are allowed to go out to um, into nature for to hike or for exercise, but we are not um, supposed to... You know, we're supposed to keep that distance, of course, um, if between families. Of, you know, the four of us can be close together, but not within that six feet of everybody else. And so we're looking for caches that may not have been found in the last seven days, or we're looking for caches that uh, are on a walk so we could take that walk uh, to get there. Now, if you can't go out, one of the things I would suggest uh, is to look at your puzzle caches. Right. There's plenty of caches that you can solve the puzzles on at home that you want to do that before you get into the field because you've got field puzzle caches and then you've got caches that you can solve at home that require more computer work. So if you can't, you know, go caching, which I know is hard for a lot of people, try to solve some of those puzzle caches that you may not think of solving. Right. That way you can have a list of places you could go and you can have a really awesome day when you can get out again. And of course, um, doing that that exact thing, solving a puzzle cache, is actually this month's Geo Challenge from Cache Advance and Joshua the Geocaching Vlogger. Mm-hmm. So you can do that. Now, the Nano Kids, their challenge this month, because like, like we've said, not a lot of people can get out and go caching right now, is, hey, all right, Curtis, tell me what y'all's challenge is for this month. To tell your favorite or write down your favorite caching story. All right, so you don't even have to go out. And as cashers, just like fishermen, we like telling those stories. And so mm-hmm. we want they want to hear your favorite geocaching adventure that you've been on. You can either do it by video and then email it to us, or you can just write it out and send it to us that way. They want to hear your story because that is a way that we can still be involved and have that communication and that connection with our the, the sport, the hobby, mm-hmm. this activity that we all love doing and getting out there. And it can also bring back a lot of memories of some times that you've gone out and it may remind you of another caching buddy that you haven't heard from for in a while and, uh, you know, check on them, make sure they're okay. Right. Definitely check on the caching buddies. I've been thinking about a lot of my caching friends out in uh, South Carolina, and I've seen them on Facebook doing what they're doing, and they're doing, looks like they're doing all right. But still, if you haven't heard from one of your caching buddies, reach out and t- contact them. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get through this. I mean, it's, it's, things are going to be changing, <laughs> but we're going to yeah. get through this because, I mean, I know a lot of events have been canceled or moved, and, right. um, and that's just part of what we're having to deal with right now. Mm-hmm. Looks like the latter half of fall is going to be very eventful in the geocaching community. Right. So, I mean, Jess's birthday is in September, and there's already several events that have been pushed back to September. So it looks like in that time frame, we're going to be going all different places in September, possibly. So mom gets a caching birthday. Woohoo! Yeah. I was hoping to have a caching birthday, but it looks like mine's going to be canceled, that caching part. Sorry. 
So, but one of the things I'm still going out yeah, yeah, yeah. and getting, trying to get a cash a day until we're completely locked down and we can't do that. But what I'm also doing is I'm using it to help with the kids to try and get them out on hikes. So we're doing part of their PE out there. Yes, they need the PE minutes. I have to log that. Right, so we're doing out, going to do that. Plus, like Jess said earlier, finding a cache that has not been found within the last seven days. Um, and you're asking, why are you waiting to do that? Well, just by some of the researchers saying that takes that's how long it takes basically for the virus to die um, on a container or something. So that's what we're looking at. Plus, always using uh, hand washes, uh, uh, the sanitizer and even gloves if you need to now i want to also stress if you are not comfortable about going geocaching at this oh, time don't. don't no no just solve your puzzles at home that's right and biggest thing watch the guidelines mm-hmm. binge watch your favorite vloggers yeah geocaching yeah. vloggers there's a lot of them out there so you can watch all the episodes right join in on uh, i know geocache talk is doing several different things they've mm-hmm. gotten um, several new podcasts that are going on and some extra special stuff that's going on. So, hey, listen, watch, watch those, have fun. Um, but some of the things that we're doing around here around the house, one of the things uh, that we're sitting, we're sitting here at the ta- one of the tables here. And mm-hmm. one thing that we've been trying to do, we got the, well, let's, let me step back just a little bit. Star Wars is really big in our family. Oh, huge. That's why my name is SW Dancer. SW stands for Star Wars. That's right. So what we did, we went and got the Millennium Falcon uh, Lego. And each night, it's got like 10, 10, 11, 12 bags, something of pieces in each bag. And what we do, we try to, every night, we try and work on one bag as we put it together. And each each of us gets two parts to put together. Um, so we'll get one, one part of it to say like uh, step... 51 and 52 then we pass it to the next person they do 53 54 then and so forth so that's one of the things that we're doing another thing you could do uh maybe a jigsaw puzzle i'm not a jigsaw Mm -hmm. puzzle person but no he just leaves he wants me to buy the nice you know boba fett or whoever what have you and here dear want you to put this together for me so i can then glue it and we'll use it as a decoration amongst our uh star wars memorabilia right so many star wars memorabilia (laughs) yes um, but so you can do jigsaw puzzles. Another thing you could do is use those jigsaw puzzles and, and things like that you uh, to spark your imagination and play some board games too. Or even make puzzles for puzzle caches. Right, you can come up mm-hmm. with puzzle caches. One of the things I like doing is I like getting into the workshop, also known as my garage, and I like mm-hmm. building gadgets. And I've been putting probably kicking out at least a gadget a week, if not more. Um, yes, my house has the sawdust to prove it. Yeah, it's coming in. Uh, but as, mm-hmm. as I call it, it's man glitter. Uh, no, you got that from your dad's mug. Yeah, well, my dad, <laughs> yeah, but I need, I need to steal that coffee mug. We have <laughs> the man glitter because we're doing that. Um, we're also using this time to get some projects done around the house. Yeah, the book bookcases I need. Right, I'm going to start building bookcases this I week. I also need the bookcases so that way I can finally find the books I need to read. Okay, yep. So we got some bookcases there going up because we had to get rid of several of our bookcases when we moved out here because they just don't fit in the new house. They're going to build me some new storage. Right, building some storage. So use this time 
to maybe get those pro extra projects done. But most importantly, use this time as things have slowed down for a lot of us to spend that time with family. And, you know, sometimes we're so busy running all different places because I know oh, yeah. I'm busy constantly. And I keep finding more and more projects to do, trying to stay busy because that's what we're used to. But try and use that time to spend that time with your family, spend yeah. that time with the kids. Now, Curtis, this last weekend, you were helping me with a project. What were you helping me with? Um, it was the, uh, oh, the maze, the, the boat and the maze, the maze boat, the boat maze, whatever you right, call it. Right, you're that. helping me with that one, right? You're helping me, we're working that one kind of a little bit together. But we're doing something else outside on the deck. What were we doing? Oh, um, it's a new cache that's uh, going out soon. Right, that 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 was that cash, but we we're use some water. We we're using water and we we're spraying something on the deck. What were you helping? What I was? What was I teaching you oh, how to do? Oh yeah, um, it was a uh, pressure washing. That's what it's called, pressure washing. Yep, we were pressure washing the deck. Um, My deck. legs got very muddy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was like we went. I just went inside before it was even done. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was like, oh man, I don't want to get mud stains on my legs. Right, it was pretty. It was pretty intense. I mean, with moving into the house, uh, the deck had not been pressure washed in some time. So it's, it's a different color altogether. Yeah, it looks like a, it looks like a brand new deck. So, like I said, use this time. Well, almost like a brand new deck. It's gonna need like a skim with a pressure washer again to get all that mud off. Well, we're gonna have to wash it, and we're gonna sand it, and then we're gonna seal it, and hopefully, eventually, get some other stuff built up on that deck as well. There's just a lot of projects you can do at home. You can do some gardening and, and uh, any of those home uh, projects that you had. I saw a meme the other day on um, that Derek's cousin had put up about, uh, I feel sorry for the guy who kept telling his wife that he'd get around to it when he had the time. Yeah, guess what? Um, we got the time. Yeah, I, I posted to, <laughs> replied to his cousin. Derek just gave me glared at me and i got the uh, laughing lol emoji back from that one yeah because i need to be building more stuff than just gadgets with all my woodworking stuff mm, you think yeah th so that's where the bookcases are coming in um of course we need to build curtis a new bed mm -hmm. coming up so that's there um but like i said use this time to spend with family getting some extra stuff done if you have the opportunity to get out there and go caching have a be safe have fun. Mm -hmm. um, I know, like I said, I'm getting one cash a day because I'm still working on a streak right now. And Oh, I can't wait till it's done. No, I can't either right now. I've, I do not know how any of y'all have gone past 90 days because we're stretching to get to 90. For us, that's just a big stretch. Right. Doing that and then still filling in some holes in the calendar. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to get that all done this year. Um, and this, this time frame has not really helped. No, it, it does put a damper on, on some of the challenges that people may be trying to get. But you know what? It's it's better to stay at home and stay healthy and keep everybody else healthy it than it is to go out and push and risk getting somebody else sick just for a geocache. We can we can put our, our sport on hold for a little bit for the well-being of others. That's right. Nikki, what do you have to say? You could also use this time to teach your kids... Um, things you like to do too. All right. Well, mm -hmm. give me an example of that. Um, mom could teach me how to like crochet and sew. Right. Mm -hmm. Dad could tell, 
show Curtis how to, I don't know, build stuff. Yeah, we're working on some of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Curtis, didn't we build a robot the other day? Um. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, um, the Hoverbot. Yep, you got that for Christmas, and we worked putting that together. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's now a robotic waiter, and soon it's going to be a target practice bot. Got to shoot that target above its head. All right, so we're gonna. So you're gonna change it into a target bot next. All right. So hey, we really want to hear from you guys this next this next week, this next month, uh, before mm-hmm. the next uh, geocaching with kids. Tell us about your favorite ad- geocaching adventure. Um, mm-hmm. That's what, like I said, that's what the Nano Kids is challenges. And we would love to hear from you on that. And that you can email that to adventure at thenanokids.com. Once again, that's adventure at thenanokids.com. And that's the Nano Kids family geocaching venture this month challenge. And so, but also you can always find me on social media, on Behind the Cache, on any of them, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And you can also go to behindthecache.com and that goes right to my YouTube channel. And the Nano Kids, you can do the nanokids.com, and that goes right to their YouTube channel, so you can see all their adventures as well. Once again, I want to thank the Geocaching Network for giving us this opportunity to do geocaching with kids, and I want to do a just a real quick recap. Curtis, what do you want to say to everybody before we jump off here? Um, make sure that you show autism awareness. All right, so show your autism awareness. And how would they do that? Maybe wearing what certain color? Blue. Blue, all right. Nikki, what, what do you want to say to wrap up? Or you could even wear red, blue, and yellow puzzle pieces. All right, do something mm-hmm. with puzzle pieces. Now, do you want to say anything else before we jump off here? Use this time to connect with your family. All right, use this time to connect with your family. And Jess? Um, is, it comes for uh, one of the things that uh, my co-host Kelsey and I have been discussing on our autism podcast is um, awareness without understanding will never lead to acceptance. So make sure you're aware of autism or any disability for that matter, any special need, and try to understand so that you can be accepting of them. Also, you know, during this time, uh, drop us a light and let us know what you're doing to pass the time if you can't go caching, if you've solved any puzzles, if you've read a book or watched a movie that's going to inspire you to build a new type of cache, anything like that, because inspiration can come from anywhere. If you found a great new family game to play, um, let us know, because we have a closet full of board games, and we're always adding to it so we can you know, have multiple choices. Um, and, you know, just let us know what you've been doing during this time. Right. And so if you want to tag us, tag us on that post. And you can do that at behindthecash.com. And then we'll make sure that we see that post there. So, but once again, thank you for joining us here on Geocaching with Kids. Get out there if you can. Only if, if you can. If you can, follow your local guidelines and restrictions. But if you can, go out, have fun. But most importantly, be safe. And we will talk to you guys next month right here on Geocaching with Kids.